Today is the 22nd. He is pleased to have heard from her, for he had enjoyed their afternoon together, even though by the end of it he had also been a little disconcerted. With her smiling eyes and quiet questions, she had stirred the settled surface of his interior past life. There had been moments during that lunch when he had felt the carefully filtered, clear, still pool of his memories being shaken the clarity slightly sullied by a swirl of dust unexpectedly disturbed. He props the card against his computer screen, with the written side facing outwards, then walks out and into the glassed-in conference room. His vice-presidents are already there, as is Melissa Johnson's small team. Day after day, her people arrive in full, formal business dress, although Alexander and his employees tend to dress more casually. His company headquarters is a relaxed environment in which to work. People have pictures of or paintings by their children pinned to the walls. There are armchairs and sofas among the desks, where informal meetings are frequently held. Outside the row of conference rooms is a large kitchen station that looks like a coffee bar. From there, drinks, snacks and samples of new recipes can be collected throughout the day by any employee. From time to time during longer meetings... An assistant comes in with fresh cakes or muffins. It immediately irritates him that everyone present already has their laptop flipped open, humming, expectant. It seems to him a false show of eagerness. This deal should have been, could have been, completed in principle several days ago. But he has been finding Melissa intractable on certain key points. As soon as the problems arose, he removed himself from the negotiations for two full weeks, a tactic designed to worry her into compromising. But Melissa appears to have nerves strung like steel wires and has stuck with him every step of the way. In retrospect, he realises that anyone who's come so far, so young in the business world as Melissa Johnson, is likely to be a far stronger negotiator than he. In fact, what he has been seeing with considerable clarity during the past several meetings is that for the last decades, during all the time he has built up his business, he has been largely protected. He has always had the majority stake in his own firm, he has always been able to run it as he chooses, and he has tended to surround himself with like-minded people. He has never bought or sold a company until now, has never had to play the ruthless games in which others like him are so well-schooled. These past weeks have made him feel like something of a gentleman amateur, who has wandered into a kind of financial Olympics where all other players are highly trained and motivated in a single-minded way with which he cannot quite empathise. He sits down and pours himself some coffee from the pot that sits on the corner of the table. Good morning, he says to the room, and there is a ripple of greeting in reply. Where's Melissa? She's in the bathroom, Mr Ivanov. She'll just be a second. He nods and turns to look out of the window while they wait. Melissa Johnson leans her head against the cool glass of the long washroom mirror and closes her eyes against the overhead lights. The oppressive ache in the centre of her forehead, which has been with her since the early hours of the morning, has spread now to the left side of her head and is building into a deep, throbbing sensation. She knows that left unattended, it will mutate into a migraine within an hour or two. Not now, she thinks. Please, not now. She can hardly leave everyone waiting while she rushes out for medication. It would be unprofessional, and even worse, they would all know she was feeling rough. 
they would certainly sense an advantage. Alexander Ivanov, she feels, is just waiting to cite a weakness so he can up the deal. She rolls her shoulders, a poor attempt to loosen clenched muscles, and tries to recall the last time she had a migraine. She remembers suddenly, and in some detail, she was closing the telecom deal. They'd worked the whole night and she had forgotten to eat breakfast or dinner. Her blood sugar had dropped. But that was at least two years ago. Since then, she has stayed off red wine and red meat and cut out chocolate and most carbohydrates. She works out each morning, and most useful of all, she has a set of relaxation exercises her trainer taught her, which are unobtrusive enough to use even during business meetings. She opens her eyes and leans back again, splashes some water onto her face. Then she stands gripping.